Section 59 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Section 59. Observation 54 of a louse. This is a creature so officious that twill be known to every one at one time or other, so busy and so impudent that it will be intruding itself in every one's company, and so proud and aspiring withal that it fears not to trample on the best and affects nothing so much as a crown feeds and lives very high and that makes it so saucy as to pull any one by the ears that comes in its way and will never be quiet till it has drawn blood it is troubled at nothing so much as at a man that scratches his head as knowing that man is plotting and contriving some mischief against it and that makes it oftentimes skulk into some meaner and lower place and run behind a man's back though it go very much against the hair which ill conditions of it having made it better known than trusted would exempt me from making any further description of it did not my faithful mercury my microscope bring me other information of it for this has discovered to me by means of a very bright light cast on it that it is a creature of very odd shape it has a head shaped like that expressed in thirty-five scheme marked with a which seems almost conical but is a little flatted on the upper and under sides at the biggest part of which on either side behind the head as it were being the place where other creatures ears stand are placed its two black shining goggle eyes b b looking backwards and fenced round with several small cilia or hairs that encompass it so that it seems like this creature has no very good foresight it does not seem to have any eyelids and therefore perhaps its eyes were so placed that it might the better cleanse them with its forelegs and perhaps this may be the reason why they so much avoid and run from the light behind them for being made to live in the shady and dark recesses of the hair and thence probably their eye having a great aperture the open and clear light especially that of the sun must needs very much offend them to secure these eyes from receiving any injury from the hairs through which it passes it has two horns that grow before it in the place where one would have thought the eyes should be each of these c c hath four joints which are fringed as twere with small bristles from which to the tip of its snout d the head seems very round and tapering ending in a very sharp nose d which seems to have a small hole and to be the passage through which he sucks the blood now whereas if it be placed on its back with its belly upwards as it is in the thirty-five scheme it seems in several positions to have a resemblance of chaps 
or jaws as is represented in the figure by e e yet in other postures those dark strokes disappear and having kept several of them in a box for two or three days so that for all that time they had nothing to feed on i found upon letting one creep on my hand that it immediately fell to sucking and did neither seem to thrust its nose very deep into the skin nor to open any kind of mouth but i could plainly perceive a small current of blood which came directly from its snout and passed into its belly and about a there seemed a contrivance somewhat resembling a pump pair of bellows or heart for by a very swift systole and diastole the blood seemed drawn from the nose and forced into the body it did not seem at all though i viewed it a good while as it was sucking to thrust more of its nose into the skin than the very snout d nor did it cause the least discernible pain and yet the blood seemed to run through its head very quick and freely so that it seems there is no part of the skin but the blood is dispersed into nay even into the cuticula for had it thrust its whole nose in from d to c c it would not have amounted to the proposed thickness of that tegument the length of the nose being not more than a three hundredth part of an inch it has six legs covered with a very transparent shell and jointed exactly like a crab's or lobster's each leg is divided into six parts by these joints and those have here and there several small hairs and at the end of each leg it has two claws very properly adapted for its peculiar use being thereby enabled to walk very securely both on the skin and hair and indeed this contrivance of the feet is very curious and could not be made more commodiously and compendiously for performing both these requisite motions of walking and climbing up the hair of a man's head than it is for by having the lesser claw a set so much shorter of the bigger b when it walks on the skin the shorter touches not and then the feet are the same with those of a mite and several other small insects but by means of the small joints of the longer claw it can bend it round and so with both claws take hold of a hair in the manner represented in the figure the long transparent cylinder f f f being a man's hair held by it the thorax seemed cased with another kind of substance than the belly namely with a thin transparent horny substance which upon the fasting of the creature did not grow flaccid through this i could plainly see the blood sucked from my hand to be variously distributed and moved to and fro and about g there seemed a pretty big white substance which seemed to be moved within its thorax besides there appeared very many small milk-white vessels which crossed over the breast between the legs out of which on either side were many small branchings these seemed to be the veins and arteries for that which is analogous to blood in all insects 
is milk white the belly is covered with a transparent substance likewise but more resembling a skin than a shell for tis grained all over the belly just like the skin in the palms of a man's hand and when the belly is empty grows very flaccid and wrinkled at the upper end of this is placed the stomach h h and perhaps also the white spot i i may be the liver or pancreas which by the peristaltic motion of the guts is a little moved to and fro not with a systole and diastole but rather with a thronging or jostling motion viewing one of these creatures after it had fasted two days all the hinder part was lank and flaccid and the white spot i i hardly moved most of the white branchings disappeared and most also of the redness or sucked blood in the guts the peristaltic motion of which was scarce discernible but upon the suffering it to suck it presently filled the skin of the belly and of the six scalloped embossments on either side as full as it could be stuffed the stomach and guts were as full as they could hold the peristaltic motion of the gut grew quick and the jostling motion of i i accordingly multitudes of milk-white vessels seemed quickly filled and turgid which were perhaps the veins and arteries and the creature was so greedy that though it could not contain more yet it continued sucking as fast as ever and as fast emptying itself behind the digestion of this creature must needs be very quick for though i perceived the blood thicker and blacker when sucked yet when in the guts it was of a very lovely ruby colour and that part of it which was digested into the veins seemed white whence it appears that a further digestion of blood may make it milk at least of a resembling colour what is else observed in the figure of this creature may be seen by the thirty-five scheme End of section 59.